The founders of their nation fascinate Americans, but their constitution created a government that often mystifies them. What is the logic behind it? What were the constitution's framers trying to accomplish in 1787? Why did they create the United States Congress, the presidency, the courts, and the federal system the way they did? How did they expect these parts to work together? These questions are vital now. We cannot understand today's United States without understanding the thinking behind the Constitution. The Constitution shapes American life today. The Constitution still provides the framework for the way the U.S. government makes laws, defends the nation, and provides for Americans' prosperity. The U.S. House of Representatives and the Senate still must agree completely whenever they make a law. States with large populations, like New York, still have far more seats in the House of Representatives than small states like Delaware. In the Senate, however, each state is represented by two senators, no matter how small or large its population. The president, at the head of a separate and independent executive branch, still wields the power to veto Congress's bills, to appoint important officials with the Senate's consent, and to command the nation's military. Judges on U.S. courts are still appointed to the bench under the original rules, and the U.S. judicial branch is still very independent of the other branches. The states still control a wide range of policies that directly affect all Americans, such as policy toward crime and punishment, marriage and family, and business and labor. The Constitution still orchestrates the rhythms of American politics with congressional elections every two years, presidential elections every four, and an electoral college that chooses the president even if his opponent wins the popular vote. As I studied the founding, I discovered that there is no book that explains the framers' reasoning during the meeting that produced this durable constitution. This audiobook addresses the unfilled need for a narrative of the Constitutional Convention's logic that is accurate, understandable, and drawn primarily from the actual records of the convention itself. I show that conflict and negotiation drove the making of the Constitution and explain its logic. Huge political differences, not just philosophical disagreements, divided the delegates. To bridge these divisions, the framers applied their formidable political skills to work through the choices a new government required. Political reasoning accounts for the design of the Constitution, and it required bargaining, deliberate ambiguity, evasion, and at times the surrender of dearly held objectives. The framers built their Constitution with the bricks and mortar of political compromise. In this chapter, I describe the framers' aspirations for the Constitution, the importance of compromise in making the Constitution possible, and the need for a narrative that explains the way these aspirations and compromises produced the final Constitution. I describe the way I used political analysis and the framers' own records to account for the way the framers understood their own work and the Constitution that Americans inherit today. The Framers' Aspirations what were the framers really thinking? The Constitution's framers aspired to build a stronger and republican national government. The framers' core principles were effective government and a government based on the consent of the people. It would have been hard either to build a stronger national government or to build a republican national government, but it was infinitely more challenging to achieve both these goals at the same time. They aimed to build self-government on a grand scale. 
The task was made even harder because the framers disagreed about the way to make this government safe for their vital state, local, factional, and personal interests. The delegates to the Constitutional Convention, in short, had set a nearly impossible task for themselves. Only their formidable talents for political compromise made it possible for them to write a constitution that narrowly won national approval after a bitter, closely contested fight for ratification in the states. A Stronger National Government During the 1780s, many American leaders hammered away at the need for a more effective national government for the United States. The Revolution had forged a sense of national purpose across the colonies. But just as Americans turned to nation-building after the war ended, the sense of common purpose seemed to fade. A committee of the Confederation Congress in 1782 reported that, for the United States, to become respectable, it must be by means of more energy in its national government.